0: Delahousie the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't.
1: Come on, man. You know that ain't nice.
0: And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot, 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 causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. You can take us anywhere with you. That's right, you're mobile with those apps. Also on the World Wide Web at NASH FM 106.1. And also ericasher.com, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but I even found some obscure platforms last night just kind of searching uh, that that we're on. So, again, um, pretty much every platform out there, uh, you've you've got a chance to be able to check out the show. Uh, And, of course, we try to post that about somewhere around 20 minutes after the program ends. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, our award-winning journalist, Les East, will join us on the program. Thursday, 1 p.m., live broadcast on LAE-TV, also live streaming on the WLE tv YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE, our first rebroadcast on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Friday at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, It's always going to be up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and also on the WLETV YouTube page, as well as ericasher.com. Looking forward to having Les back on the program. And we'll talk it all this week. Uh, We'll talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Might even throw some uh, high school football in there as high school football is getting ready to start. Uh, On the program today, Larry Holder will join us at 535. We'll have some time to open up the phone lines a little bit later on in the program. Get your thoughts on what you saw last night between the Saints and the and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Saints winners by twenty three like twenty one last night uh, in the dome, and uh, so we'll talk about that as we go forward. We'll break down the uh, uh, the game, what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, so and also get your your take as well. Also, a uh, couple couple quick notes here before we really kind of jump into it. Two things. First of all. I mentioned this on social media and here on the program last week. Ample enough time to really get this stuff done. It it is amazing to me that knowing a national TV audience is going to be tuning in to the the Saints game uh, as they take on the Jaguars in the Dome, you have a brand new naming rights sponsor in Caesars, uh, there was, a uh, again, a hustle to try to get Caesars' name up on the side of the dome. And we've known for months now, right? We've known for months that Caesars was going to be uh, the new naming rights um, uh, partner for the Saints. Uh, but yet, all we see is, again, the, the, uh, the facade with the Caesar Superdome on it. Uh, obviously, again, the Caesar Superdome painted on, on the top of the dome. But again, the, whether it was SMG, the Superdome Commission, whether it, again, it is, uh, you know, whoever is responsible, uh, not cleaning off that Superdome roof. Now, I, I've talked about it before because I see this on the dais every Thursday from my spot over at WLAE-TV. And, you know, I get a chance to be able to see the dome because it's right there in, in on, on the background of the skyline. So I've kind of watched this thing kind of going for a while now. And, look, it's something that happened when they changed the roof over after Katrina. We didn't have this issue with, again, a filthy roof constantly uh, before Katrina. But when they came back and they replaced the roof after Katrina, something happened again where uh, now this, this roof seems to be able to suck in the dirt uh, from the interstate and, 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 of course, you know just a filthy city that we have. And i got to tell you, it was an absolute embarrassment last night. As they opened up the uh, the, 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 the program, they go to the skyline. Normally, it's a big skyline of the Superdome. And, of course, you can see they can only kind of take it from from down, from, from really from ground level looking up uh, in some cases, because only where the Caesars uh, Caesar Superdome sign was, uh, the painted sign on top of the dome, was the only part of the, uh, the roof that was cleaned. Ladies and gentlemen, huh, we are better than that. <laughs> that is the marquee part of our skyline now. OK, not, not, not the decrepit Plaza Tower that's been falling down since I was a kid. OK, that I watched again from my school from my schoolroom being being built as a child. Uh, you know, not again, the skyline that we see on Poitras. The skyline is the Superdome. And to not have this thing cleaned at least every 90 days, to be able to make sure, especially knowing the problem that they're having with the roof right now with it retaining dirt the way it does, uh, is honestly mind blowing especially when you know you got a national TV audience, especially when you know, again, the, the game's going to be on. And, look, I had some people on social media say they'll get it done by game one of the regular season. It should have been done already. It should be done on an ongoing basis. It should be part of the preventive prevent, uh, maintenance budget uh, for, for the Superdome. Here you got a brand-new naming rod sponsor. And, look, from what I understand, the dome looks spectacular on the inside. Uh, from the new seating uh, that, that's at ground level that we can see for the boxes, uh, for the suites, to again the standing room only areas that in the corner of the dome uh Caesars again now with their their emblems all over the dome as well that you know kind of a, a of a darkened look the interior looked great the the out the, the exterior was absolutely embarrassing, kind of like our city <laughs> to be honest with you you know again we we beg and plead to be able to get back to what uh Sydney Torres was able to do in terms of cleaning the uh the uh the French Quarter, the French Quarter that was never cleaner than when Sidney Torres and his crew were in there cleaning on an ongoing basis. It never smelled better. Now the company that's doing it now is doing a decent job, but it's not even close to what Sidney Torres was doing. Okay, for the first time in my lifetime, we had Disney-like clean in 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 the in the quarter. It's probably the only thing that Ray Nagin could could hang his hat on. It's something that he did right. Okay, in in, in his in his um, eight years as mayor of New Orleans, he was able to get the the French Quarter clean. Uh, that that's again, you know, now you look at it, it's not even close to what it was. I talked about this last week and you know, I lived in, in, in mid city and I lived next to a daycare center and, and individuals coming out that daycare center would, would rather again, take their dirty diaper from their babies and throw it on my lawn rather than find the garbage can that was two feet from the from, from where they tossed it and throw it in the garbage can. Every time you pull up to a stoplight, somebody's throwing their fast food stuff out of the windows. They're they're, they're tossing their cigarette butts out the windows. I mean, come on, New Orleans. We are a filthy city. And, again, emblematic of, again, how the Superdome looked last night. It's an absolute embarrassment. And if you live in this city and you just say, okay, well, that's the way it is. Why is Asher on this? Because, again, it's a reflection of us. You mean to tell me you can't get your act together knowing that, again, national TV is going to be here? and you had plenty enough time to get it done, I don't want to hear some of the excuses that I heard online last night. It's too hot. It was too rainy. Give me a break. Have a schedule. Get it done. It's pathetic. If this was, again, a national corporation that owned the the buildings, do you think they would allow that to be looked like that, like it did last night? No, it's a microcosm of our city because we are filthy people and and ultimately don't clean up after ourselves, always looking for somebody else to do it. And that is the marquee of the skyline. And we did nothing to be able to make sure that, again, for when that national TV audience came in, showing off Caesars as the, as the new uh, naming rights partner. And we couldn't take, again, the time or, 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 again, map this out so we knew we could get this done before national TV came a-calling. It's, it's just it's pathetic. And it's embarrassing. As somebody that loves this city with all his whole heart and soul, it is an absolute embarrassment. We can do better. We should do better. Absolutely embarrassing. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about what's going on with the New Orleans Saints. I'll just preface it by saying this: You know, growing up in this town, I watched a lot of uh, watched a lot of TV news uh, talking about the Saints going to camps in '67. I, I, I would again. We had two newspapers back then. You know, Item and, and also the Times Picayune. And whether again it was the unit they got thrown to my high, thrown in front, thrown to my door again. Me going out to get the green sheet, uh, putting money in in, in the machine as, as a kid to try to read as much as I could about the New Orleans Saints because again I, I was a diehard coming up as as a kid. Of course, a long time ticket holder since 1981, and, and I promised myself if I ever got in the position where again I could could pontificate. About the New Orleans Saints, especially during training camp and preseason, I would not do as others before me and now still continue to do, which is give you misinformation, which is give you fool's goal, which is give you false hope. My entire childhood was false hope. Okay, some of the greatest writers in the history of this city, some of the greatest sportscasters in the history of this city, again, bought into the company line, the PR line, again, trying to be able to sell a bill of goods to the fans here in this town that the team was going to be better than it was. And every single year we had nothing but heartache because of the anticipation of what was told to us by those that had eyes on this team during camp and, of course, during the preseason games. Get into the regular season, it's a whole different ballgame. You will never get that from me. You will never get that from me. I can promise you that. I will tell you exactly what I see, what I think, what I feel. Uh, sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's wrong. But I'm not going to lead you astray uh, into in thinking that, again, the Saints are something they're not. And that there's still too much of that in this town. I will say that right now. Too much in this town, again, you know, trying to be able to hype up things that, that again, need not be hyped up. And that's not just with the Saints. That's with the Pelicans. That's all the way around. So, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out because right now this team looks like if you can get pretty decent quarterback play and they can be they can be in a situation where they don't get a lot of injuries, a rash of injuries at any one position or at a position where, again, they suffered. A lot of uh, of, uh, of players that had to move on simply because they didn't have the money to be able to hold on to them because of the COVID-19 salary cap ratifications. This could be a team that has a possibility of maybe being a playoff team. But ladies and gentlemen, I'll just say it right now, we have no idea. You cannot base it off, again, what you're seeing during preseason. You can't base it, in some case, on what you're seeing uh, in, in, the, in training camp because I've said this for years, savvy veterans that are in training camp, they already know the system. They already know, again, the guy across from him, what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are, what his go-to move is. And after you see a guy every day, all, you know, again, constantly, uh, and you're, you're practicing against them for days and years in some, kind of, in some cases, okay, or even if it's a guy that, that comes to camp and he's kind of new and it takes a couple weeks to get acclimated. And then all of a sudden you see the shift. It's hard to be able to, again, decipher that. It just is. So, again, you must take preseason with a grain of salt. You must take training camp, although training camp is necessarily needed uh, for the evaluation for the coaches because they're looking at things we will never see. Don't get sucked in. I mean, look, we've gone through the greatest run in the history of the New Orleans Saints. And it's been fun. I mean, knowing that you have the one position that was the most critical position on the field where, again, when you matched up against another team that, that you knew immediately that, again, you probably had the edge. And that's Drew Brees under center. You add that to, again, a, a quality coaching staff for that, for the most part, has had cohesion. It's been around here for a while. I mean, I heard Peyton talking about the other day the same, saying that, again, uh, that he likes his wide receiver room. One of the reasons he likes his wide receiver room is, again, he likes his coaches. Well, you got one of the best wide receiver coaches, uh, wide receiver coaches in the, in, in the NFL, and that's that's not just there. It's just at almost every position on this team, you got great teachers as coaches. That means a lot, especially when you're bringing in guys that are undrafted free agents and, and, and rookies, and you're hoping again those guys in the second and third year are, are making an impact for you that have been in your program for a while. That's where the Saints are right now. Okay, they were gutted with the quality depth, the veteran depth that they had on this team. And now you're relying on, again, a lot of young players that were either drafted or brought in, they've been in the program for a while, to take the next step. A lot of those guys have taken the next step in, in when you look at it in preseason or maybe, again, at practice, for which, again, I have not been. But can they do it? 17 games in the regular season, and then when you get into the playoffs, can they do it against another team? Can they do it when teams are game planning for them and to be able to take their strengths away from them? That's the key there. We just don't know. We just don't know. So we shall see. But this team, at the, again, at times you can look at it and you can say, "Man, based on, on on the talent that they have had, that, that they've been able to hold on to, and some of the young players that look like again that they have an opportunity to maybe again make uh, make make a difference in, in the regular season, maybe there's hope for this team." But at the same time. There's a fine line for this team now, finer than it's ever been in in the Peyton era because of, uh, again, the the lack of a first-ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, Uh, because of, again, being gutted in in terms of the quality depth uh, on this team, veteran depth, that you knew that, again, if a player got injured, it was next man up, and the next man up, again, was just as good, if not better, than the guy that he was replacing. You can't say that now, especially, again, at at, at critical positions on the team. It's where coaching's going to come in. That's where, again, this coaching staff is going to be tested because, again, they're going to have to scheme their way in some cases to master the efficiencies on this team. Look, again, I've talked about it before. You look at the waiver wire where the Saints are, man, look, the the waivers are going to be picked over by the time the Saints get an opportunity to be able to maybe pick up another corner, uh, pick up a veteran wide receiver, if that's what they're looking for. Now, again, the tight end position has been, has been decimated. Hopefully, again, that's not a long-term situation. We'll talk about that over the, over the life of this program today. But the base of this team has some really good players and some really good leadership, and, and you hope that that's something that's going to carry over even with a loss of the guy, the dude, okay, the guy that you always could count on, the guy that was the leader of this team, not just on the field but in the locker room. They have the respect of every single player on this team. And, again, how many times have you heard players saying, I was playing for Breeze. I don't want to lose for Breeze. I don't want to let Breeze down. Who's going to command that now? Can Jameis Winston command that? We don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he's got leadership skills. He's got everything you want in a quarterback. We'll see how it plays out. He's going to be a big reason why the, whether the Saints are either, either contenders or pretenders this year based on his play. But there are so many other facets to this going forward. 17 games now, 17 games, and every one of them is precious. Good news last night, we're going to talk about it when we come back, is I thought it was a pretty good performance against a pretty bad football team. The Saints did what they had to do. Not worried about the score. You could care less about the score in preseason, honestly. It's how they played. And you have to like some things that you saw last night. But can that translate to the regular season? And ladies and gentlemen, we just don't know. We just do not know. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if your AC is struggling, I feel for you because it is some hot outside right now. Man, it is hot. Uh, If it is struggling, if it is not working as efficiently as it should be, or if it's not working at all, call my friends at Burkhardt. Look, all I can promise you this is trustworthiness. They're never gonna come into your home and they're gonna, they're gonna create a problem that's not already there. They're never gonna tell you again, you need to replace this part if you really don't need to replace it. They want you as a long time customer. And the way they do that is, again, they treat you with respect. Uh, they come in, they do the work that's necessary, treating your home like respect, with respect, treating you with respect. And of course, with 15 trucks in the field, And a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, they can get to you quickly. Nate Certified Technicians, as I mentioned, uh, with the latest in uh, in technology, I'm doing only the work that's necessary. I don't know the inner workings of my AC system. I have to have a company I can trust. I found John Burkhart 30 years ago and been utilizing him ever since. Whether it's commercial properties, residential, whether you're involved in in, in an industrial property, you can trust Burkhart. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com.
1: If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at nashfm1061.com. This
2: report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more.
3: Delays remain steady if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side, delays are solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles-Carrondelet exit. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also be mindful of delays that are steady on on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
4: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers
0: longest intro for a Rolling Stones song I've ever heard, but we'll take it. We'll be playing a lot of Rolling Stones today. Charlie Watts, drummer for the Rolling Stones, dies at 80. That really is the longest intro I've ever heard for a Rolling Stones song. I was waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it, and uh, I don't know where you pulled that one, Rude. Anyway, look, I got some uh, some uh, uh, some some news for you guys. Uh, look, uh, Larry Holder's not going to join us in, in the second hour. It's uh, got some situations that's come up, uh, so again, we'll try to get him later on in the week. It'll be you and I for for the entire program. We'll try to pick it up with Larry another time. Uh, got a couple of emails uh, while, while we were at the break about the um, uh, the Superdome roof, and and and, and most of them uh, are 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 obviously in in favor of what I'm saying. Some some again, they they you know they think they could care less, ladies and gentlemen. There, there's a reason why, okay? We just we can do better. That's all. We can do better as a city, okay? We have to demand better. And unfortunately, I don't know, man, what happened to us after Katrina. We just quit demanding better. Hopefully, again, look, and this affects each and every one of us. I don't care if you live on the North Shore or South Shore, uh, East Bank or West Bank. It doesn't matter, okay? We're all New Orleanians, and we're all affected by this going forward. So it would be interesting to see how this plays out. All right, I'm going to get in. I'm going I'm to break down the Saints game last night, but um, – Let's uh, let's grab a a call before we do. Two six zero one zero six one is the phone number. Bo is in counter. Bo, how you doing today?
5: Eric, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great, Bo. Uh, was real. I was encouraged by what I saw last night. A uh, little bit upset by what I saw with the roof because I've been. Mean, I was hoping that was going to get done before they put us on national TV. But other than that doing pretty yeah, good you how about know yourself us,
5: Eric, we always last to the party man that's how we are huh. man you, Yep. there's <laughs> no shocker there
0: <laughs> just just no pride is what is, is the is the issue exactly. no pride
5: yeah i'm with you
6: on okay. that. okay
0: there's no yeah, pride no, no other city in america would have allowed that to happen
6: i'm right, sorry right. now
0: with a national tv audience <laughs> exactly exactly
5: uh what you got two things man uh <clears throat> watching the game last night you know nobody really talks about this but a, a lot of times last night, they read a bio on a player, mm-hmm. and they show where they went to school. And a lot of it was undrafted player, mm-hmm. and that goes and that, and that says something, Eric. That says a lot about our coaching staff on what we how we develop players in on this team. And to know that a sixth round guy has a shot to make the team better than a first round guy. And that's what and that's what's been Sean Payton's calling card his whole career, making something out of nothing, you know. You know, guys oh six wins, seven wins. I'm a little bit more optimistic, but you know that's just me. I don't know what you thought
0: about that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm, look, I, I think that uh, it it happened when Payton first got here, and um, you know, again when Pierre Thomas made the team, and I, and I forget the name of the running back who was uh, who was drafted. Um, and and ultimately again, it was I think it was a third or fourth round pick, and they ended up cutting him. And and, and I can remember being on the radio shocked that uh, that Pierre Thomas made it over the over the uh, the draftee uh, because of the because of the investment of the draft pick. Especially I think it was a top 4th four, round pick. So it was top four rounds, but he set that stage a long time ago that he didn't care where you came from or how you got here, but once you got here, you were, you were part of the team and you had, the, uh, you had as much of a chance as a first-rounder to be able to make the team if, if ultimately, again, you came out and did what you were supposed to do during training camp and on a, on a day-to-day basis. And it started with Pierre Thomas and others and it's continued throughout the years uh, with Peyton. Now, the, the good thing is now, that they draft better than they did in a lot of cases. There was a time during the seven and nine seasons, the three-state seven and nine seasons, where the Saints were in a situation where they had to get undrafted free agents because their drafts were horrible, and those guys in some cases were better than the draftees. You can't right. say that now, but again, the draftees they're getting, they're, they're getting quality draftees because the agents know that they're – Their client will have a good shot, a fair shot, at making the Saints, no matter how good they are, if they can perform. And that's one of the reasons why they get the cream of the crop of undrafted free agents.
5: Yeah, and also the guy said on the telecard they had eight pro scouts at the game. Is that normal?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it is because, look, every team's doing that.
5: I mean... (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's crazy. Yeah, every team's doing it's that. Because you know why? And, Bo, you know this. Look, cut down. To, they got to get down to 80 uh, by tomorrow. And then uh, actually, I think it's, either, I think it's to, either today or tomorrow. And then they got to get down to the final 53. That's a tough cut from 80 to 53. So everybody's getting film on players that are out there right now that are, that are participating in preseason because teams have holes to fill, whether, again, it's showing up quality depth or, again, a guy that maybe can come in and play for them. So it's not unusual. Saints have their scouts everywhere as well. And believe me, they're getting game tape from every preseason game, and they're cutting that tape up just like they would be playing that team, trying to look at individual players. And you heard Peyton say it last night at the podium. You know, again, one thing they're constantly doing is they're constantly uh, scouting other teams' rosters and, and, and to be having, at least have film on those guys and a bio on those guys so if they are cut or there is a possible trade, they know exactly what they're getting into.
5: Okay, yeah, cool. And the other thing I noticed was Trevor Lawrence not throwing on Paul Debo side. He he was he was on Ken Crawley's side majority of the game. That that says a lot about Adebo, if you ask me. I don't know. Uh, I like the kid. I, I, like the, I mean, a, I'm not I'm not trying to right. you know, throw roses at him just yet. Sure. The very fact that he can tackle that I that one thing I didn't know how good he tackled, and you know the, the very fact that he's he's a real cerebral player. Yes, but, uh, that's all I got, Eric. Thanks
0: a lot, man. Bo, I always appreciate the call, man. I really do. Right. Uh, always a great call from Bo and Kenem. Look, I, I don't think we know yet, and I'm going to talk about this. as We break this down as we go forward on the program. Uh, well, we don't know about a Debo because we are because again, how many first line wide receivers does he had to line up against? Guys that again that uh, they they're, they're going to see week in week out in the NFL. Well, he's had some, and then again sc- uh, scheming. You know, to try to scheme guys open, as we've seen again. Uh, the what's the strengths and weaknesses of Adiba? What can they're going to do a scouting report on him and find out again what what, what is he what is his what are his tendencies? What is he going to go to when, when again things start to break down? So we'll find out. He's still such a young player. Playing not not playing last year has to hurt you some. Uh, because you got you got to get the kinks out. You got to get the you know. Uh, Got to knock off the dust, the cobwebs some. But we'll see how, how it plays out. The, the kid's got potential, man. I remember when, when Mike Vazan brought him up in, in his mock draft, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, the guy didn't play a year. He's Stanford. I know there's a relationship between, again, the Stanford coaches and, and also uh, Sean Payton. Uh, Sean Payton likes smart guys back there. And especially playing the Saints defense, which is pretty complex, you've got to be smart, right? But you also got to be able to play on an island as, as a cornerback. Can he do that? So far, so good. So far, so good. We'll get, we'll get into it a little bit deeper in, in, in a few minutes. Um, I will say this, first of all. Uh, I thought it was a really good showing last night. Uh, it's preseason game number two, but it's against one of the worst teams in the NFL. So let's not go crazy here. I do want to bring this up. Uh, LSU is now going to follow suit with what the Superdome's doing. Uh, they are going to require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID PCR test taken within 72 hours of kickoff uh, for those 12 and older. So the governor, obviously, again, uh, you know, anything that happens at LSU, the governor's signing off on it. Don't think it's not happening. But LSU has decided to do this. They're following a gun uh, with this, what has happened uh, with with the Saints and, and, and the city. Last night, I believe there were 100. Uh, that's the last thing I heard was there were 100 um, vaccinations given out in front of in the in the dome uh, right in front of the dome now let me say this you want to talk about fool's goal in preseason that's fool's goal uh if you're positive and you get that test going in does that make you any less positive no it doesn't uh, but i get it they're trying to vaccinate as many people as they can and and look it, it is what it is uh, if you want to go to a game if you want to go to a restaurant in new orleans uh you, you got to be vaccinated now i will say this uh was talking to um uh, somebody I trust today uh that's in that's in the uh, the media business and uh he was telling me that again he went to some mattery went to a restaurant this weekend and they were packed well you know at the same time I get it uh but my hope is that people are not going to abandon new orleans restaurants and bars simply because they have to show a negative covid test or are in a situation where they 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 are not vaccinated or don't want to be vaccinated uh, I would hope that cooler heads would prevail there and would realize that, again, these restaurants and these bars need their help, especially the way it is right now. Remember, this is usually the time of year where kids start to go back to school. And this is not just here in New Orleans and in Louisiana, but this is across the, the country. We had an influx of visitors coming to the city, uh, be, be, you know, people that were just tired of being home. New Orleans is a party place. A lot of those folks came from the Gulf South, okay, uh, did, did the drive-in. That's what we were getting. Uh, and that, that kind of dried up. Now, it could dry up for a bunch of reasons. could have dried up because of, again, COVID vaccine, uh, 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 because of the COVID test, or, again, uh, making sure that you had the vaccination before you could get into a restaurant or bar, or it could have been just a situation where the kids went back to school and they weren't making any more vacations. But That's where, again, the locals pick it up. And that's why we've seen culinary and so many of these the culinary, so many other uh, specials out there that try to be able to woo uh, residents to our New Orleans restaurants to be able to eat. So let's hope that people are going to continue to be able to support New Orleans restaurants, whether you're going to do it with a to-go order or not. I mean, look, restaurants and bars are hanging on the edge right now. Uh, there is no more money coming from the federal government. In a lot of cases, they're still waiting on their money from the federal government. Uh, they've had a shortage of of, of People to be able to work in the restaurants and bars, so they've had to retrain people to be able to do that. So again, it's added to more longer wait times and maybe the services not what it, what it used to be. So there's a lot of trials and tribulations for those that were in the hospitality industry right now. Okay, they have to come overcome, and the last thing they need is the people of this of this region to turn their backs on them now because of a mandate for, from 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 a government official. So I'm hoping that again, people will realize that. That's your friends, that's your neighbors, that's your favorite restaurants. And when they're gone, they're gone. And we've seen quite a few of those, again, during the pandemic that, that, again, have left us and will never be back. Those are going to be one of those, ain't there no more, right? So I'm hoping and I'm hopeful that this was just a blip on the radar screen. Now, we know Southern Decadence has been canceled, but as, as, as has been mentioned by, by uh, people that, that have been interviewed on, on TV about Southern Decadence, that means the parade's not going to be on. It doesn't mean that, that again, we're still not going to have an, an influx of, of people that are going to be in, uh, out and, and participating in Southern Decadence. That brings a lot of money to this town, okay? A lot of money to this town. So hopefully, again, we'll continue to see that. And we already know that coming in October, even though the festivals are gone, uh, for the most part, we're not going to. Most of the festivals, the only Buku festival is the only one that has not canceled up to this point. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, that we're going we, that we will continue to see uh, the influx of not just tourists during that time, but again the return of the conventions, which is something that was brought up last week on one of our news programs. That the conventions are coming back, the meeting room, the meetings are coming back for the fall. So hopefully, again, we'll get through this Delta variant, we'll get through this surge, and we'll get back to a little bit of sense of normalcy here, and we'll get back to a fall that's going to that's gonna be uh, one that's going to allow some of these restaurants and bars to be able to make it to the end of the year. And then hopefully, again, we're not in this COVID situation anymore. But I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, don't turn your back on the great restaurants and bars in New Orleans simply because of, again, having to show a test or having to show that you've been vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you don't want to show the test, at least get a to-go order. Because when they're gone, they're gone. They're not coming back, and that's the last thing we need to do. Lose is again, more great restaurants. That is again the pillar of our of our economy here in the city and and, and honestly in the state. Because like it or not, New Orleans is the engine that runs the state. You can, you can you can you can sit here and deny all you want. New Orleans is the engine that runs the state. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. I'm going to jump into preseason you listen to Inside New Orleans, 504-260-1061. As I mentioned, Larry Holder will not join us today. We'll try to get him on later on in the week. It'll be you and I. Uh, when we come back, I'll talk a little bit more about preseason. We'll get into some other, other subjects as we go forward on, the pro, on, the, on today's program. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Villeries. They are celebrating 52 years in business. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, uh, Villarie's second to none when it comes to a florist. They are offering a cash-and-carry rose special to honor the 52 years in business. It is a dozen of Villery's high quality roses for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Look, the store bought roses cost ten bucks, right? You are getting quality Villery roses that are going to be, that are going to last, you know, week, ten days, two weeks, depending on again how you take care of them. The quality is there. Uh, Their staying power when it comes to quality the, the quality roses from uh, from uh, uh, Villery's. And and then on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, being at nine ninety nine, you get a, you get a few dozen roses. I mean, she'll think you spent hundreds of dollars on her. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers, so three dollars for five dollars and twenty cents. Three for five dollars and twenty cents. It's a nice accent to your home or, or to your office. Come celebrate Villarie's Florist's 52nd anniversary. You can do that on the South Shore or the North Shore. They have uh, they have shops on both sides of the lake, or you can check out everything they could provide for their customers at com. Found you this nine dollar ninety nine cent uh, cash and carry rose special. And three for 520, beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. That's Villary's Florist. We'll be right back. Oceana Group. Hi, Eric Gash, here with my good friend Mike Dillon, the TikTok F. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry righty, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Cosmate I10 in meta
7: Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to NolaSales at Cumulus.com. That's NolaSales at C-U-M-U-L-U-S dot com. Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer.
0: Dixon sticking with the traditional Stones uh, music instead of that long, drawn out Simply from the Devil opening that I couldn't figure out. Charlie Watts dies at at, uh, 80 today, drummer for the Stones. By the way, I mentioned Buku Fest. When it comes to music, Rudy Dixon's Rudy Dixon's an old radio guy, right? He knows all about the music side as well. Buku canceled as of Friday, August the 20th. That was last Friday. They'll be back on March 25th through the 26th. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Uh, Bobby's in slide out. Bobby, how you doing, Bob?
8: Eric, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Man, you know what? <clears throat> I completely agree with you with the Dome. I mean, there's no excuse for it. Um, none. It's like it's like you know you you've got a first date and you know you're taking it to your parents' house to, and then your drunk, old you know uncle shows up and completely embarrassed you. Like it's embarrassing, man. Like. Ugh. Why not just get it done? I don't. Get, there's no. There are no.
0: There are no excuses for that. They've known none. about it. There is. There's none. But Bobby again, using your analogy, you got the first date. You got a brand new car, but you didn't bother to yeah. clean it up, and you got all your all, all your old um, uh, uh, cups and and uh, fast food wrappers in the back seat. Yeah. You know, you didn't you didn't even think enough to be able to clean it up for the girl that you were going to pick up. Exactly. No, it, it, it's an absolute embarrassment, and, and yeah. I think more people in this town ought to be embarrassed by what they saw last I, night. I, I'm, I mean I the little I'm, bitty look the Caesar's superdome was cleaned. You saw that little spot where, on the edge of the dome where they painted yeah. the Caesars superdome on there. They cleaned that one little area, and the rest of it is dirty filthy there there's
8: there, there's no excuse for it Eric I mean and, and if I was Caesar's,
0: I'd be I'd oh be but no doubt if I'm in Vegas living. and I'm looking in on that and I'm part of Caesar's hierarchy, I'm saying, what the hell how do we get involved with these guys exactly I mean.
8: As messed up it as it is, you know, it really is. Yeah. I mean, as far as the game, look, I've never been a Jameis Winston fan, but okay. if he can continue to be disciplined and check down and not try to like fit the ball in tiny spots and then True. when you get your shot, take your shot like he did last mm-hmm. night. When you got single coverage and you know you know your receiver can beat beat the other guy, then take a shot, man. But I think he looked great last night. I really did. I, I think the I he think did. the team looked great. I, I think you know. I mean, other than Latavius Murray, <laughs> he's in jeopardy of losing his job. By the way, it surely
0: you know. looks like it. Uh, Again, he looks slow. He looks uh, he looks unmotivated. Um, yeah. Now that could be just veteran preseason, but he's got some yeah. young bucks breathing down his neck right now. Absolutely. And, and look, it's a I looked it up today. It's a million dollars dead money to cut him. It's not a lot of money. Okay, not a lot of money in the big screen scheme of things. Million dollar post June first cut. Um, so, uh, you knew I hate to lose him because he's a big him. physical back. He's the only one they really have like that, right? The big physical guy with speed. But he's uh, he looks like he looks like he's gotten old, uh, you know, since last season, and that's not good for a running back. Oh, I
8: agree. I agree. I mean, do you do you agree with what I, <clears throat> as far as what I'm saying about Jameis? I mean, I like I.
0: Yeah, no, no. Look, I 100% agree. I think, look, I'm going to talk about it a little in the second hour, but I 100% agree with you. Uh, when, when you start looking at, at Jameis Winston, if he can just get rid of the bad plays, the risky plays, Okay. Uh, and because I'm not, I'm not asking him not to take shots. Take shots. You saw what that did last night. Teams are going to be shocked because they're so used to playing against Drew Brees and this Dink and Duck offense, which just moves down the field slowly to those explosive plays that we were used to when Brees first got here that maybe we maybe haven't seen in the last three or four years. Right. So he's just got to, he's got to hold on uh, to the football. Uh, he's got to be able to make sure that he makes the right decisions, which we've been hearing all through the off season about making the right decisions. And if he can do that, look, he was the first overall pick. He's played in the league now, what, six years? He was a five-year starter at Tampa Bay. He's got the experience. He just has some bad habits he's got to break out of. And the question is, when the bullets are flying for real, can you break out of those bad habits? Right, right.
8: The other thing I want to say is <clears throat> whoever the Tennessee coach was – <clears throat> when Alvin Kamara was a senior and Callaway yep. was a freshman, has to be a total
0: idiot. It's amazing, isn't it, considering hey, the type really of is. offensive players they have? I'm with you. I thought the same thing a couple of weeks ago when, when you start thinking about Tennessee and the type of players they have going through their uh, offensive talent and the inability to utilize that. Okay? I mean, uh, the Callaway looks like he's a bona fide NFL receiver, and, and Kamara's one of the best backs in the NFL. And neither Absolutely. guy were a blip on the radar screen in Tennessee. No, no.
8: I mean, <laughs> I mean, my, my son could have probably coached coached a team better than that. I mean, that, that it's unbelievable. I, this yep. guy went undrafted. He looks like a he looks he looks the part, and you know, and we know about Kamara. I mean, Kamara sure. was a steal, a steal. So you know, whoever the head coach was, I think it was might have been Butch Davis. I'm not quite sure though, but whoever it was, he must have been a total. He didn't. He didn't. He, did, he did not know what he was doing.
0: Doesn't understand offensive football. That's for sure.
8: Obviously not.
0: No doubt. Always appreciate the phone call, Bobby. Thanks so much. Bobby and slide out. 260-1061. We'll continue to take calls throughout the show. Uh, We're going to take a break here uh, when we finish up, and we'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Uh, Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Look, if you're in a market for a new air conditioning system, let me just say this first of all. Uh, The new systems are much more efficient than an older system. A lot of people had their ACs replaced after Katrina, right? So you're getting to that point now where maybe you start thinking, it might be time to start to be able to upgrade. Uh, if you do, think Burkhardt. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. But they'll sit down with you, do a consultation. Uh, they'll find out what you're looking for to be able to heat your, your home in the winter and, and to cool your home in the summer. They're going to use state-of-the-art equipment to measure your home. So, again, you've got the right tonnage to be, able to, to be able to make sure that, again, everything's working efficiently. You're going to save money on your power bill each and every month because, again, the new systems are so much more efficient. Uh, and, and then, again, the service before and after the sale is second to none. You know, everybody b- between, again, the preventive maintenance that, that they offer to you or if, or if your system breaks down, God forbid, Burkhart will be there. And the one thing that I was so impressed with, whether, again, this has been on, on the commercial level, uh, you know, with industrial customers, or, again, even on residential customers, because I've been around Burkhart on all three. Again, the, the attention to detail. Uh, you know, when you get into a, a construction meeting with John Burkhart, believe me, he, he captures the room. Because, again, he is an expert at what he does. And that has trickled down to his sons, Jason and Josh, uh, that are on one of those 15 trucks in the field, and to guys that now have been with his with his company in some cases uh, for a decade or more. Again, technicians just don't leave Burkhardt because of the family atmosphere. You want a company you can trust before and after the sale? Think Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby E. Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection tvs everywhere you'll never miss a play bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant is unique the perfect combination of louisiana sports culture and authentic louisiana cuisine order online for delivery at Bobbybears.com open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 veterans at lake villa bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant so good Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Back to Inside New Orleans, celebrating the life of Charlie Watts, who died today at 80. Rolling Stones drummer. It's funny uh, Rudy Dixon was mentioned to me before the uh, show when he brought it to my attention that uh, Charlie Watts had passed. That, uh, that the Stones were coming back to the uh, to the Jazz Fest, and now looking at this now, they probably would not have played Jazz Fest. You know, I can remember coming up, uh, John Bonham, uh, the drummer for Led Zeppelin. I had never seen Led Zeppelin. All my friends saw Led Zeppelin, and I'd never seen Led Zeppelin. And they were coming to the Dome. We went and stood in line uh, for the tickets to the Dome. Uh, The whole crew was out there. We all got our tickets. And, of course, unfortunately, John Bonham dies and never got a chance to see Led Zeppelin. Hopefully this won't be this next generation's opportunity not to see the Rolling Stones because of what has happened to Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts dies at 80s today. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Uh, Second hour, we'll continue to take phone calls at 504-260-1061. Plus, I'm going to break down the Saints and Jags. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Stick around.
1: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in
0: radio app. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans' best burgers, poor boy's muffaladas, and family recipes, a St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available, Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM NASH ICON. I have the privilege of taking you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. Whether you're listening over the airwaves on 106.1 FM, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, those mobile apps, you can take the show with you anywhere, NASH FM 106.1 or ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Checking out our podcast uh, from all over the world. So gratified to, to look at the stats on the podcast and see how many folks are listening to the podcast and not just here in the metropolitan new orleans area but around the world thank you so much for those that are listening to this podcast we appreciate that very much as well and of course making sure that you guys take care of the sponsors, sponsor this program and we appreciate our sponsors and we appreciate you guys out there supporting those sponsors You've done it for the last 20 years. Thank you so much. Without me, I'm telling you right now, there is no, uh, no me without you. And that's, that's, that is a fact, and it's always been that way. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the uh, sponsors that support this program. Also, again, those that support the, uh, the uh, award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, a lot of, of, of a carryover, a lot of well, the sponsors, uh, they, they do both, radio and TV. But some just do strictly TV or strictly radio, and we appreciate them all equally. So uh, Les East is going to join me this week, one of my favorite guests, award-winning journalist. Uh, he's, uh, he's an author, an accomplished author as well. Uh, he's been around a long time. He's seen, uh, again, the history of uh, of sports here in this town, especially the modern history of the sports. He respects it, and he's got a great perspective where will always tell it like it is. He's not going to sugarcoat anything, and I, and I really uh, trust and revere people like that. Uh, in, in the media who are willing to be able to say what needs to be said and, uh, you know, just not, not worried about what what the ramifications would be. Uh, Thursday 1 o'clock is our live broadcast on LAE TV. We also live stream on the WLAE TV YouTube page. 6 o'clock on LAE Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on Saturday on the Deuce, Friday, uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, on the WLETV YouTube page, and also ericasher.com. Some quick headlines, and we'll jump into uh, the game. Uh, open phone lines for you if you want to jump in, 504-260-1061. Very unusual for us not to have any guests and open phone lines. So if you'd like to jump in, love to hear from you. Uh, the Saints had on a pretty good showing last night against Jacksonville in, game, uh, in preseason game number two. We're going to dive into that in just a couple seconds. Also, for those of you that do not know, uh, LSU is now going to require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID PCR test taken within 72 hours of kickoff for uh, those 12 and older in order to attend an LSU uh, uh, sporting event. So uh, they are following the, the, uh, the lead of the, uh, of the city of New Orleans and, and the Superdome in uh, making sure that only vaccinated uh, individuals or those that can prove that they are neg- have a negative test for COVID-19 will enter the building. Uh, no word on if, if again they'll have to mask at um, at Tiger Stadium. Uh, I know there was a there was there was, uh, there was a, a directive that came out a while back that said they were. Let's see again how this is going to play out over the next couple of weeks. 11 days until um, LSU kicks off against UCLA in Pasadena. 11 days until Tulane kicks off against Oklahoma at Yeoman. All right, Saints 23, Jaguars 21. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this. It's the preseason. It's the land of fool's gold. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it is the land of fool's gold. Now, I want to say this. The Saints played a football team last night that won one game last year. It's not exactly a measuring stick. Yeah, they're professionals, but it's not a measuring stick. It's in the world, in, in the words of the great Ice Cube, "Check yourself before you wreck yourself." Okay, the, when you look at this situation, uh, you got to look at who your, your opponent is, and also you got to look at it's preseason. Now, now that we've you know established the reality of the situation. Let's break it down. First of all, good things. No turnovers. Some close calls, but no turnovers. Six penalties, 41 yards against the Saints last week. This this week. Ten, ten, ten penalties last week. Six turnovers last week. So there was an emphasis on that this week, and they cleaned it up. I thought it was great to see the explosive plays again. Okay, we haven't seen that in a long time. Not that, again, I'm wishing that Drew Brees was gone and never and would never to return. Believe me. If I had my druthers, I'd take Brees for another season. I know a lot of people wouldn't, but I would because of the intangibles he brings to the to the, situ, to, to the uh, team and, and to the game. I thought those two touchdown passes from Winston to Callaway were things of beauty. I mean, it really, really, I mean, again, first of all, on, on James's behalf, the recognition of the blitz and the coverage. I thought a beautiful throw, great placement. Uh, by by Jameis, and and then outstanding catches by Callaway in the midst of, again, physicality at the point of uh, of attack. So, again, he was hand-fighting and still able to make the catch. One of those, again, was that one-handed catch in the end zone right in the corner. I mean, a thing of beauty, absolute thing of beauty. It definitely gives one some hope that this can translate into the regular season. Gives you hope. Jameis played three series, and I thought he looked like a starting quarterback. And that that means a lot. Um, now, he played with the ones. But I kept hearing this last night throughout the broadcast, and, and literally I wanted to pull my hair out, talking about the fact that, that, that he played with the ones and, and Taysom played with the twos. Well, Jameis played with the twos last week. And and he, he looked much more prepared and, and confident than Taysom did last night when he was with the twos. And he played against a deeper and better Baltimore team last week. With, again, their second and third strength. So, Jameis had to deal with the same situation that Taysom, had, that Taysom had to deal with last night. Okay? A breakdown with the offensive line that is not as good as, again, the the, the, off, the, the starting offensive line. Uh, uh, Backup receivers. Backup running backs. I mean, the same thing that Taysom had to deal with last night. Jameis had to deal with last week. Against a better Baltimore team. Against a better Baltimore team. So, Really was encouraged by what I saw to Jameis Winston last night. It's preseason, though, ladies and gentlemen. This is a guy that's played in big games in the regular season. And I know he's fighting for for a job here. What I didn't like was the body language of Taysom Hill last night. He went with the number twos. We heard the, the announcers for ESPN saying that he felt like he was at a little bit of a disadvantage, disadvantage having to play with the twos. Give me a break. Give me a friggin' break, Taysom. Okay? You're a 31-year-old journeyman. Okay, you're a jack of all trades type player, and and you would give a, a, a an interview with the um, with the ESPN crew and and talk about having to play with the number twos. Uh, James did it last week. Didn't he bitching or complaining? He just went out there and played football. The body language looked like a guy that just lost the starting quarterback position, and maybe he did. Maybe he did. Let's just say this right now: Sean Payton has given Taysom Hill. Every opportunity to win the starting job. Okay? But he's, And including his salary, which is $11 million this year. He's getting paid like a quarterback. He's just not a starting NFL quarterback. That's nothing against Tamas. Uh, so That's nothing against Taysom. Jameis is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Of course, running quarterback with some bad habits, and hopefully those, those habits have been cured. But we don't know that yet. The one thing that really was that was kind of head-scratching for me was Taysom never used his legs to set up his throws. I thought he was indecisive for a guy that had been in the offense for as long as he has. And he was playing against inferior competition. Again, remember, the Jags' backups are not better than the Saints' backups. I thought he was slow to make decisions. I thought he looked lost at times, and I thought he pressed at times. So... You've given this kid, kid, you've given this man. He's 31 years old. Every opportunity to be able to win the job. I think that that Peyton has gone overboard to try to make it as fair of a of a of a, of a uh, opportunity for both guys to be able to win the number one job. Can't say. And if anything, maybe give and Taysom a little bit more of a leeway here. He made a promise to him. Last year, he kept his promise when. A lot of people, myself included, felt like Jameis should have been the guy off the bench. And Taysom should have stayed in the jack-of-all-trade roles. I think it's pretty fair to complete at this point. Even though uh, Peyton would not, again, Catherine Terrell peppered him last night asking him about whether he's going to announce who's going to be the number one co- uh, starter. Peter King puts in his column that Peyton told him, Peyton told him that he wanted to announce a quarterback before the third preseason game. But yet again, in front of the in front of the local media, uh, Peyton just wants to clam up, is what it is. There's a reason why Catherine Terrell asked the question over and over again last night. Because he had already told Peter King, and it's already a national story, and Peyton knows it. But that's Peyton. We deal with it, right? We deal with it. Think that at this point, Taysom's got to go back to his Jack of all trade rule and just bank his $11 million and be thankful that he had the opportunity. I think he's got to be ready, though. I don't think he can sit back and pout like he looked like he was doing last night. I think he's got to be ready in case Jameis is ineffective or gets hurt. Because I've said it all along that this upcoming season, just because Jameis may be named number one doesn't mean he'll be number one all season long. He could be a guy that go out and fall into bad habits once again, throwing interceptions, not understand the concepts of, of, of the offense, which, again, he should by now as a veteran quarterback that's been in the system for a year. He had a year sabbatical away from football just to learn this system under Drew Brees. You would hope some of that rubbed off on him. But I think that, again, the backup quarterback of this team should be Taysom Hill. And, and utilizing the strengths of Taysom Hill. Look, we all said could to get, get in the pocket and be a pocket passer, and I think he took that o- overboard in some cases. He's uh, at his best when he's putting pressure on the defense like a Lamar Jackson does, like, a, again, a, a, a mobile quarterback can do where, again, you're using your legs to put pressure on the defense so that they have to account for you, and it's going to open up time for receivers to be able to get open. But it didn't seem like he was, again, he was all about trying to stay in the pocket and go through his progressions when, again, he's much better on the move. I still think there's a, there's an opportunity for him to play quarterback here in New Orleans, if something was to happen to Jameis. That's just my opinion. I don't think there's any reason to keep uh, uh, Trevor Simeon on this roster. I think it's a wasted roster spot when you need you need other other positions that are going to need the shoring up. And uh, now again, we'll see another thing about with Taysom Hill. Look, he lost a lot of he lost muscle up top. Okay, he was an often injured quarterback. Pardon me at BYU. How much is the loss of of muscle up top? Because he was trying to be a quarterback instead of again a jack of all trades will hurt him now if he if he reverts back to the jack of all trade roles where he was a physical player and a weapon. Hopefully we're not going to see an injured Taysom Hill because he changed his off season workout patterns to try to be a quarterback, and I don't know how quickly you can put that muscle back on. So fingers crossed there. So I'm hoping that, again, that he will still be an effective player uh, as a Swiss Army knight, a knife. And at this point, honestly, when you look at the other at the other quarterback, Ian Book is your third stringer, okay? I'm surprised to hear the ESPN crew say that teams are asking about Ian Book. You know, maybe they are, maybe they're not. But he looks like he's got some potential. It'd be nice if Drew Brees was here to, to counsel uh, Ian Book, but he's not. So, hopefully, again, he'll be able to learn here and be able to progress as a quarterback. All right, let's grab a call, and then we'll talk a little bit about more about the offensive line. We'll get into some of the uh, skill positions. We'll talk about the defense. We'll do all that. But Jack is in River Ridge. Jack, welcome to the program. He called us at 260-1061. How you doing, Jack?
6: All right, Eric. How you doing?
0: Doing great. Thank you.
6: Hey, um. You know, I, I agree with you. I, I watched a whole lot of uh, preseason football, and I I don't really know what I've learned. I mean, there's a few things I think I know, but like for instance, last well uh, uh, about the Saints, I think Callaway looks like a starting NFL receiver, and I wasn't sure about that before the preseason started. And Zach Bond looks like a, a starting NFL linebacker. A I would agree with that, I mean, beat you know beating up on a one and fifteen team, they're supposed to. So well, uh, not until I, I won't. You know, I won't. I'll be more confident when the uh, when the season starts. Um, but I tell you, Eric, didn't you think? I mean, the the, the ESPN crew kind of. Uh, well, actually, the ESPN guys this morning were kind of talking about it. Didn't you think Urban Meyer looked kind of disorganized and there was some bad body language?
0: You know, I did, but I thought that. You know, I mean, look—it's his first time, right? He was a guy that walked into the Ohio State situation. They were a really good team. He had again—that was a juggernaut program. Now he's having to deal with professional athletes. Uh, he's probably going to have to have a changeover on his team in terms of guys that are going to uh, going to be part of his culture. It was mentioned last night that he said he didn't even have a chance to put his culture in, which is kind of mind blowing because that's the first thing you want to do when you walk in the door—you want you want your players to understand the culture you're going to build, and then of course your leaders are the ones that, that again organically build that for you. But I'm, I'm sure, again, look, he's got, his, he's got his, his toes in the deep end now, and he's trying to figure out how he's going to be a professional coach. Because, look, it, you know this as well as I do, Jack. It's a different animal from from college to pro now in, in, in terms of, again, the, the athletes, uh, what you have to deal with, the power of the athletes, everything else that goes along here. It's a different ball ballgame between the pros and, and the college. And some coaches are cut out to be college coaches, and some are cut out to be pros. Look at Nick Saban.
6: Right. Well, I mean, and Saban said it after he went back to Alabama. I don't get 30 number one draft choices every year, you know, like, like he does at Alabama. So, uh, right. you know, it's it, yeah. It, 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 but, but uh, you know, Eric, get back a little bit to, to what you were talking about, Taysom Hill. Sure. Um, you know, the, the, you know, Sean always gave me the impression that he thought Hill could be a quarterback, but, 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 but I have to question that. Because um, like you said, what now? You know, he's lost the extra weight that he needed to play the other positions. And you're right. I saw him in college, and he was hurt all the time. And and, and now, now that he's lost that weight and that muscle, can he do what he was doing before?
0: It's a legitimate question. It is. It's a legitimate question. It has to be. Because, it, again, I marveled at the fact, Jack, that he didn't get injured in the pros. This is a guy that's bu- bowling all over pl- players physically, again, uh, you know, pounding, other, you know, taking it to other players. Uh, and quarterbacks just don't do that. And he didn't do that at BYU. And when he tried to do that at BYU, he was often injured. Uh, the muscle that he put on had to help him. And I'm hoping that the loss of that muscle is not going to be, I mean, a guy that's going to be on the sidelines injured all the time now because they need him as a weapon. And he's a weapon as a jack of all trades.
6: And, and then Eric, just judging by the comments you were talking about after the game to the ESPN crew, do you do you feel like he thinks he was lied?
0: I think he was lied to.
6: Yeah, but do you think do you think that maybe he feels like he hasn't been given a legitimate shot? Oh, well, come on! I mean,
0: he I, thinks. I I think anybody that's watched this from the outside looking in has got to believe that Peyton has bent over backwards to got to give him an opportunity here. Look, we talked about it last year, Jack, right? I thought Jameis Winston should have been the guy to come in for Drew Brees. Not, not, Not Taysom Hill, but Jameis Winston. But he stuck with him. Even through the turnovers, he stuck with him. And then gave him every opportunity this year to be the number one quarterback, even paid him like a number one quarterback, $11 million. Okay, so now look... Peyton is bent over backwards. At the end of the day, Jameis is just a better quarterback. That's just the way it is. And he's a better jack of all trades. He is a better player, again, at doing the Swiss Army knife than he is being a quarterback. And worth more to the Saints in that position.
6: Eric, I just want to be clear. I don't think he was lied to. But I, I'm, I don't either. Uh, I, I, I think, I, I, don't, I don't know how he, I guess he just figured he was going to walk into the job. I, 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 I really don't know.
0: But, but I, Look, I, I, he's got, uh, he, you has got to admit the one thing, Jack. Look, his throwing motion is much better uh, right. than what it was. It was a tight throwing motion. You kind of wondered, okay, how's he going to – it's not an NFL throwing motion. His throwing motion is much better. Uh, I, I would say that, again, his command of the offense is much better. Uh, his decision-making, maybe he gets – you know, he's a little bit um, um, uh, gun-shy at times because he's worried about turning the ball over. But he didn't allow his attributes to really kind of shine, which is his ability to be mobile. I mean, the one thing you liked liked about having a Taysom Hill at quarterback was the mobility that if a play breaks down. He has the ability to be able to make positive yards for you. And, again, maybe, again, make him in a spectacular play. Sitting in the pocket, going through your progressions and allowing the defense to collapse on you uh, is not getting that done. And that's what he did over and over again. Instead of utilizing his, abil- his God-given ability, which to get out the pocket and, again, make dictate, the, again, the tempo to the defense, make them have to react to what he's doing. Eric, look, I, I
6: just had one last thing, and I'll get out. The um... – you know, even the people on ESPN this morning, they, they couldn't wait to pound their chest saying, you know, Jameis was the number one pick in the draft. See what he's become. Look, I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> that they went that, that far over the top. The, the, the defensive lineman that used to play for LSU, I, I can never remember his name. The, uh, Marcus Spears? Uh, yeah, Marcus Spears. He was just over the top over him. I think it'll be a whole different ballgame. And, and I, ho- I hope it works out. But I think it'll be a whole different ball game when Aaron Rodgers is on the other side putting pressure on you to score points. And, uh, and it'll, it'll be a defense.
0: whole different ball game when you're playing up against number one defenses that have schemed for you the week before, that, that again are, go- are going to show you looks that uh, that ultimately, uh, again, uh, they, they know could be a weakness going back to your Tampa Bay days. So we we we, we know that, again, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL because he's been one. What we don't know is, has he gotten rid of the bad habits, which put him in a situation where he got jettisoned from from Tampa? Now, I will say this. One of the reasons why he left Tampa was Tom Brady came there. I'll tell you right now, if Tom Brady is not, not looking at Tampa and elsewhere, he's probably still starting quarterback in Tampa Bay. Right. Uh,
6: and, Eric, I want, this is a question. I'll hang up and listen. Sure. What's, go, what's going on with the, with the suspensions? Are they finally going to get all of that out of the way? I mean, for everybody. I mean, for, for, the, for the quarterback in Houston, for everything. Right. Why are they holding that? Why are they holding I, I,
0: dragging I the think people? a lot of it's NFLPA. Now, I will say this. The Lattimore situation, I believe, is, is because it, it has not been dealt with it within the court system up in Ohio yet. I, I fully expect this to be, uh, to be pleaded down to a misdemeanor. It's his first offense. It will not be a felony. And then how does the NFL look at this situation as not being a felony as opposed to, again, carrying a gun uh, that that, that would be a a stolen gun that would be a felony, right? So, again, I fully expect uh, this thing to be pleaded down by Lattimore's lawyers. Uh, Deontay Harris ain't getting out of anything, okay? I mean, everything that that happened in Baltimore has been laid out there. That's a two-game suspension. The question is, will they suspend him at the beginning of the season or not? We should know something probably by the last preseason game on all the suspensions around the league one way or the other. And of course we know on Yamada starts his six game suspension as soon as the season starts. So uh, the two question marks for the saints is, is Deontay Harris, which I think will start at the beginning of the season. They're saying Lattimore, maybe the middle of the season. I think that's a byproduct of what's happening within the criminal justice system up in Ohio. Eric, thanks for taking my call.
5: Have a
6: good
0: evening. You too, my friend. Thanks, Jack. Always appreciate the phone call. Uh, 260-1061 is the phone number. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhart. Burkhart's got you covered, man. Uh, first of all, uh, they're the expert when it comes to generator sales and service. Uh, they, they're not going to come in and hard sell you. They don't have to. People are, 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 are again, generator sales are hot. And, and there are people all over the city and the state want generators, uh, especially because we know the power can't stay on in South Louisiana especially. So they'll come in, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for. How, okay, what do you want to power up when the power goes down? Uh, are you just looking to power up maybe your AC in your refrigerator? Are you Are looking to do a little bit more? Uh, when it's your business, what are you looking to be able to do in terms of a generator for your business? And then after the consultation, they'll sit down, they'll put you on the calendar, do a single-day install. Finances available for generators. You can finance that over over time. New install quality check after one month. It's part of what they do at at Burkhart. It's about customer service. And, of course, at Burkhart, they have 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to generators and a, and a, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So there are no excuses. Your generator breaks down. You call Burkhart. They come out. They get you up and running. When it comes to generator sales and service, go with the company that I trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com.
1: If you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat. It's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icons, never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live, Luke Combs and Eric Church. One Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans' country giant. 1061 Nash FM.
2: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Take the shortcut to your next great hire. When you sponsor a job on Indeed, Instant Match immediately delivers a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit.
3: Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe-Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are steady along the West Bank Expressway along the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from just past the 310 to the airport and then delays pick back up from Clearview to before Bonneville and then delays a steady from just past Orleans to the high rise. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
4: On the East Bank and West Bank from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community.
0: great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792 That's Bienvenue on Hickory 467 Hickory Avenue in Harrahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy Hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights, Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect. To help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com and telemeric sent you Crew.
2: I see a red door and I won't into black.
0: 601061, celebrating I the life of Charlie Watts, to dies today at 80, drummer for the Rolling Stones. The girls, goodbye, dress- Barry's been holding since the break. Barry's in memory. Barry, welcome to the program. How you doing, Barry? Hey,
7: Eric, how you doing?
0: Doing great, Barry. Long time, brother.
7: Yeah, yeah it has been. Um, you know, Eric, I'm, I'm a regular uh, caller. I listen to your show all the time, but I really beg to differ on you on, on the quarterback situation. First mm-hmm. first of all, the fact that you said that Jason had – they've stretched it out a little bit to give him more of an ample opportunity to win the job. The, the numbers don't bear that out, Eric. Num- number one, he, he has only had four star- career starts, and that was last year and the Saints right. with 3-1, and one, and his numbers were pretty good. Jameis Winston had five years in the NFL to be a starting quarterback, and he actually got worse year, year, from his first year to his fifth year because if you look at the numbers, and you know, Eric, numbers don't fly. Mm-hmm. And this man, this man still has trouble reading defenses, and that's the, the big knock on him, and he forces the ball. His last year, he threw 30 interceptions. He's had 111 interceptions in a five-year career. I don't think no matter who Tampa Bay would uh went after these, uh, when they got Brady, I don't think they had any plans to bring Jameis Winston back. I really don't. And no. um, four starts in the NFL is not a true a true opportunity to get a, to win a starting job as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So um, I just want to call and tell you that, that I disagree. With okay. You. Thank you.
0: Appreciate the phone call. Everybody's got their own opinion. Uh, I think that uh, Peyton has bent over backwards to give Taysom an opportunity to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And uh, at this point, I think Taysom should be grateful for the opportunity and, and, and do what's necessary to be able to help this team win, especially now with the situation with the tight end position. It was devastated last night, okay? Uh, Trotman goes down. He's got, a, he's got an ankle, left ankle, left foot injury. We don't know the extent of that. Vinette goes down as well. Uh, my hope is that they're not season ending in injuries. Um, uh, well, I was expected out of Troutman this year. He's a guy that can block, but also a guy that can get downfield. Uh, Vanette, I got to tell you right now, uh, he just, he, he seemed to be a drop off from Josh Hill. Uh, and Vanette was a pretty decent blocker with the Denver Broncos, but I, I watched him, uh, and tried to, tried to key in on him when he was in the game and, uh, just, you know, not, not the, 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 the wild type of blocker that, uh, that, um, Josh Hill was. Now Jawan Johnson continues to be a weapon. Uh, uh, hopefully, it's going to carry over to the regular season. But but now they need a blocking tight end, and uh, you know we'll see how that plays out. Garrett Griffin's on the on the roster uh, is he going to be a guy that could do that? He was a guy that was brought in last year when Hill got hurt uh, to be kind of that to be that uh, guy that kind of opens the door, the front door for the uh, for the uh, offense. But we'll see how it kind of plays out. But uh, again, now it could be even more of a, a need for. Taysom at that tight end position uh, because of the possible loss of Troutman and Vinette. Uh, hopefully, it's not going to be a long, a long period here. Uh, I want to piggyback on what's been said so far about Callaway. I think he looks special. Okay, uh, You look at him. He's got speed. Uh, you hear Peyton last night continue to say that uh, he would, that this goes back to last year, uh, in which he was kind of showing uh, this. And he's had an opportunity, and he's looked special. Uh, little Jordan Huffrey has looked good. Big physical receiver, but I'll tell you right now, he pushed off on two of his four catches last night. Uh, again, that's going to be called in the regular season. Uh, to me, Monty Montgomery continues to be, uh, 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 sorry, uh, Montgomery continues to be um, a, a Ty Montgomery continues to be a player uh, that I think is going to be hard to let go. I think when a guy plays running back, wide receiver, can return kicks and punts for you, it's hard to let a guy that can do that many things go. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. And Kevin White, for all the hype we saw this, we heard this week about you know former uh, number one, uh, uh, first round draft choice, seventh overall pick, he, you know he drops the two passes that that are thrown to him. Uh, you can have a vision for a player, but if they can't do what's necessary to be a wide receiver, it is what it is. So he dropped two. It's probably the experiment is over. I mentioned this in the first hour for those that are just tuning in. Really surprised. I really loved Latavius Murray as a running back, and I thought he should have got more carries last year. To be honest with you, uh, he's a big, physical back that has speed. It's a, it's a rare combination. He looks a little slow right now. He look he looks less powerful than he's been. Now look, it's, it's a small preseason uh, sample size here, right? And he's a veteran. Maybe it's just rust. But you got Tony Jones Jr. who's making a case to, uh, to be kept on the active roster. Once again, Dwayne Washington gets the ball last night and does what he always does, a physical runner that, that again, uh, is, is gaining yards, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, and, you know, man, he look, when he when Washington gets the rock, he gains yards. I mean, it just is what it is. When I, when I look at Devontae Freeman, yeah, he's got the pedigree from being a veteran. But when you look at it, is he that much better than Jones or Washington? I mean – And they play special teams. So it'll be interesting to see again how this plays out. Now, I'm not advocating for Latavius Murray to be shelved, uh, but it is a million dollars in dead money uh, if ultimately he's a post-June 1st cap hit. But um, if he has lost a step, uh, he's not that expensive to move on from. Not that I'm advocating that, believe me, because they need a physical back and they don't have it. Rosa last night hits the 52-yard field goal, and you're thinking, okay, all right, all right, maybe he can hang in there until Lutz gets back. Then misses the PAT. You know, again, so the jury's still out on him. When you talk about Gilligan at this point, he, um, he's he got Morstead's leg. You can see he could, he could bang the ball. But does he have the ball placement skills of Morstead? And that's one of the things we'll have to see and have to figure out uh, if, if that's going to be missed. Because Morstead could... He could cough and corner it. He could lay it right there. He could say kick it high and allow guys to run under it. He was a magnificent punter for this team, maybe the greatest punter in the history of the Saints organization. On defense, the line impressed again, okay? Um, Jordan, Davenport, was it Passing Uh, uh Granderson, even Anya Mata on the outside. Uh, I was wondering, again, without Malcolm Brown, uh, without uh, Rankins uh, on, on the inside, uh, you know, how they were going to do in terms of stopping the run. But Roach did a nice job last night. Dalton continued to impress. Ringo, kid out of, out of, out of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Tuttle. I heard last night on the broadcast, Tuttle's on the hot seat. Tuttle's a big physical player who's played a lot of football for this team for the last couple of years. Be interested to see, again, if that comes to fruition. McIntosh also looked pretty good. I think the Saints have a deep and talented defensive line. And, and, look, that's going to be one of the ways that this team can mask deficiencies, and I'll get into that a little bit later on. I thought the linebackers continued to impress. Look, Bond did not have a tackle last night. Y'all, y'all realize that, right? But, again, he was active. He rushed the passer. He looked like he continued to belong. Ellis and Dow, same thing, okay? Uh, this is the second week in a row that's happened. But let me tell, say something right now. McManus, the kid out of, out, out of Memphis – he flashed for me last week, but it was like, okay, you know, he's like the four-string uh, uh, linebacker. He's doing against guys that, 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 that are going to be asking you uh, if you want, if you want um, a shake with those fries when, when, when the, when the uh, preseason ends, right? But once again, he stuck out, okay? I kind of passed it off as competition, but seven tackles last night, five solo tackles, three pass defense and an interception. That's two weeks in a row that he's flashed on, 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 in, in a game. Now, I'm not sure what he's doing in practice, but in a game. So, again, he can play special teams. Uh, we'll see, again, if, if he can stick or, again, at least be on the practice squad because he looks like he's got some ability. The linebacker position has great speed and athleticism. Now, I will say this. Good to have Quan Alexander back. And, of course, you cannot lose Demario Davis. He is a guy that, again, if you, you lose him, it's going to be tough to overcome. But if, players, if, if was to go down, I think they've got some players at the linebacker position now that can back him up. I really do. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about the cornerback position, and we'll just kind of look at this overall. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline, in Metairie. They are looking for employees. They're looking for ASE-certified mechanics, also general service technicians. that can do oil changes and tire changes, and they're in the train. Uh, What a great company, too. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. The Piazzas work there. Uh, Tony's the the dad works there. Tony Jr. the son. The mom works there. The daughter works there. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a family affair over at at, uh, Southern Tire. So, first of all, it's a company you can trust because it's a family-owned and operated business that's been around since 1972. You don't stay around that long unless, again, you're taking care of your customers. And then for someone that's looking for a job and looking for a career in a ground-up or, again, as an ASC-certified technician, man, I'll tell you what, you can't find a better place to work. Again, you're working with a family-owned and operated atmosphere, uh, again, that has a great reputation as well. Uh, Whether it comes to tires or, again, getting your vehicle uh, serviced, they have you covered over at Southern Tire. Hickory & Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 737-1558 is the phone number. If your car is out of warranty, bring it over to Southern Tire. If you're looking for tires, they got something for everyone's budget. High-end, again, middle, or, or, or again, the low-end tires, again, that, that, are, that are very good tires, but maybe not costing as much as, again, the high-end tires. Something for everyone over at my friends over at Southern Tire. Again, southerntire.com is where you find out more. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory & Airline in Metairie, Southern Tire. We provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at Mambo'sNola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners. Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the core. Order now at Mambo'sNola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest.
4: Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees shouldn't be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business.
0: let that one flow a little bit. One of my favorite Stone songs. Celebrating the life of Charlie Watts. Dies today at 80. Stones uh, drummer. Uh, thank you, Rudy. Great music today uh, here on the program. All right. Wanted to talk a little bit about the cornerbacks. we only got a few minutes left in today's program. Uh, at cornerback, I look, I thought Jamerson has come back. He was a draft choice of the Saints. He had great potential. Uh, you can see he's just not an outside corner. He's an inside guy or a safety. Uh, Mills did not is not the answer. Debo continues to impress. And, you know, we'll see again how that plays out in the regular season like we talked about in the first hour. Uh, We'll also see if the resurrection resurrection of Ken Crawley is fool's goal or not because those two may be, again, your starting corners or splitting time on that outside. I think the Saints obviously are good when it comes to inside cornerback. C.J. G.J., uh, even Brian Poole, who got injured yesterday, by the way. I thought they impressed uh, in run support, also in, 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 uh, in passing, and that doesn't surprise me. Now, Burrell, Eric Burrell, we talked about him last week. I mentioned last week, but he was from Tennessee. He's really from Wisconsin. Uh, he was injured, so he had no carry over to Week 2 and what he did in Week 1. But the safety position is fairly deep for the uh, for the Saints, so it's not something you really worry about. So what do we know? We know the Saints are strong at offensive line and defensive line, okay? That's going to carry the team. The Saints have prospects at the wide receiver and the linebacker position, okay? Uh, that, that Now, that could solve the, the void at those positions, but we're not going to know for sure until, again, teams start gaming plan for them. Uh, and that's going to happen in the regular season when they can play at a high-level week in, week out. But right now, in preseason, they've impressed, and that was one of the question marks coming in. At running back, Kamara's the key. Okay, he's going to carry the workload in both the running and passing games. Now, the question is, can Jones and Washington be factors and push, again, Murray out the door if he truly lost a step or maybe trade bait for a cornerback? Again, that's conjecture on my part. Uh, I do think the Saints are going to go as far as Jameis Winston takes him. Period. The end. Uh, He's got to curtail the turnovers and the risky decisions. I think the Saints are a playoff team uh, if, again, he can play a, a really good brand of football. Uh, if he goes back to his old habits, they're not. I think Taysom has to embrace the jack of all trade roles, despite what Barry believed that he didn't get a, a fair shake. I think he's gotten more than ample opportunity. He did win the job. You got to win the job at some point, okay? He did win the job. So, I think I hope he has to embrace that jack of all trade rules and be ready to back up Winston in case he gets a chance again. Because I think he's going to play again as quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, whether it's going to be injury, maybe ineffectiveness, whatever it's going to be. And I think Book at this point is your number three. No reason to have Simeon on the roster. If you get to that point, Simeon will be out there. Somebody else will be. Now, when you talk about Debo and, and the cornerback position and and, and Crawley, we'll see how this happens again when it, when it comes down to. Uh, the regular season. But remember, as I've been saying all along, you can the deficiencies on the back end by, again, scheme, ro- rolling a safety to one side, especially with Lattimore locking down the other, and the ability to rush the passer. If they rush the passer, they're going to be okay on the back end with the cornerbacks. Saints are solid when it comes to safety and inside cornerback with depth and playmakers. I thought the defense was at its best last night when it was swarming. And when you see that swarming football, that's Saints defensive football. Uh, Again, they have the speed and athleticism to get the job done. That's one thing that really strikes out at you when you look at this defense. They got speed. A few years ago, they were plotting uh, uh, plow horses. Now they got real speed on that defense. First, second, and third level. So where are we? Well, if you get pretty good quarterback play, solid quarterback play, if not great quarterback play, and I would say more great quarterback play, if you're lucky on the injury front, okay, uh, that's going to be, to me, the tail of the tape in a, bruise, in a post-Breeze era. Uh, but uh, if they can do that, if they can get very, very good to great quarterback play, and they don't have a rash of injuries in any one position, if Jameis can be explosive but also, again, be Breeze-like and making the right reads and not turning the ball over, this is a talented team, and they're good enough to make a, make a, a, a playoff run. But if they start to get rash of injuries, and again, especially at, at areas that were were crushed by again uh, COVID nineteen um, uh, losses, or again if the quarterback position is, is not playing uh, a solid position and turning the ball over, Saints are, Saints going to be in trouble. They're going to be outside looking in on the playoffs. But they got the talent to be a playoff team. They're still a very very talented football team. They'll go as far as Jameis Winston, and, and again being lucky with injuries will take them. We'll be interested to see again how that kind of plays out. Game preseason game number two in the books. Next week we'll have it uh, on Saturday. I we'll would look at again the, the guys that are vying for positions, and we'll see how it kind of plays out. But the overall, you got to like what you see in terms of again the talent on this team. This is still a very talented football team. All right, don't forget, folks, about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your A.C. breaks down, it's Burkhardt. Uh, we're in the hottest part of the summer right now. A- all you got to remember is acpromise.com, acpromise.com. doesn't matter where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field strategically set up all over the metropolitan area, nate certified technicians, honesty, reliability, doing all of the work that's necessary. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Dallahoosey of the TikTok FA. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell sent you. To our customers. Villaries Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villary's high quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for five dollars and twenty cents. That's three for five dollars and twenty cents for a beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villary's Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and Villariesflorest.com.
4: Nissan, this is Tom.
1: Yes, I'm calling to see if you have any new Nissan Ultimas available.
4: Uh, no. You know, they got that chip shortage, so we don't have any Ultimas. Okay, thanks. Nissan this is Jack. Hi. How's your availability of new Ultima's? <laughs> Not good. What about Sentra's?
9: Even worse. Inventory's so low around here. It, hey, you know what? You didn't hear from me, but I heard Premier Nissan has a great selection right now. I don't know how they do it, but you might want to give them a
1: call. That's right. Even the competition knows Premier Nissan Inventory, Louisiana's number one volume Nissan dealer, can get you into a brand new Nissan today. Yes, Premier Nissan has hundreds of new Nissans on the lot and ready for immediate sale. And Nissan has just notified us that more than 400 new Nissans are on their way to Premier Nissan. You heard Right. We will have almost 600 Nissans available. Plus, every new Nissan at Premier Nissan comes with an unlimited miles and unlimited month warranty for life. New vehicle shortage? Not at Premier Nissan in battery. Come see us today or shop our entire inventory online at premiernissan.net. Warranty for life is available on all new cars and is a limited powertrain warranty and requires to conduct recommended manufacturer maintenance. Number one is based on Louisiana Motor Vehicle Registrations 2020. <laughs>
0: Let the music ride, Rudy. Let's ride it through. Celebrating the life of Charlie Watts. Dies at 80 today. Rolling Stones drummer. I want to thank Rudy for the music interludes today. I want to thank you for joining the program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, those that called in. Certainly appreciate it. Remember, the podcast This program will be available about 20 minutes after the show ends. Les East is going to join me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Check that out. And as always, very much appreciate you guys tuning in to the show. Don't forget about our great sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors. Just got to click on the icon, take it right to their website, tell you everything you need to know. Thanks to those sponsors, and thank you for listening to the program today. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Coming up next, Jude Young with All Access. Keep it locked right here on 106.1. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog, catching to the governor. They all got to go.
7: anytime, anywhere smartphone, tune in radio app we are